on episode 81. We're going to take you on a journey. We're going to get you an exclusive look into Jay Hin's most recent adventure in one of the most dangerous cities in the world. This, my friends, on Wax the Podcast presents episode 81, CDMX. Are you ready? Let's go. Yo, what up? This is Jay Hen, and I'm fixing to give you the ins and outs of Mexico City. I just went, I came, I saw, I conquered. Everybody thought I was dumb. Everybody thought I was weird. Everybody thought I was stupid. You stupid? You stupid? You pendejo? Well, shit. I want to let you motherfucking know. I, I done came, and I done went, and I done succeeded in Mexico City. And it felt good, by the way. It felt really, really good. You know, so um, I gave you a little bit of the background on why I decided to go last last episode. I wanted to do something different. You know what I mean? I got a passport. I wanted to use it. Not a lot of people have passports. Not a lot of people are able to travel. Not a lot of people are able to travel, uh, you know, with, with a little short notice. I, I'm fortunate enough to, to, to do it. It was my birthday. I wanted to go. You know, I talked to my mom, and my mom was just like, John, why would you want to put me through so much so much anxiety? Do you realize I'm not going to be able to sleep while you're gone? I'm like, Mom, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about anything. She's like, well, time out, time out. Would you let Elisa, which is my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter, would you let Elisa go to Mexico City if she wanted to go, Jonathan? Huh? Huh? I'm like, Mom, if she was 30, fixing to turn 31, and she wanted to go to Mexico City, I can't stop her. Chill, Brody, chill. Then she's like, okay, okay, well, how about this? You text me every night before you're going to go to bed, and we have a safe word. The safe word is, um, you know what? Everybody has safe words. We're going to have a safe number. Just text me the number three. I'm like... Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 totally common. Every everybody does it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, when you get to your room at night, uh, I don't need to know, you know, what you're doing or what, you know. But if I say, hey, what's up? Just if you're too busy, just text me three. I was like, mom, why the what the what would I possibly be doing that I'm so busy that I'm not gonna be able to text you? She's like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm chill. I'll be fine. I, I swear. You know, I have I have colleagues and, and friends. That also, you're like, you're so dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> are you dumb? What's so dumb about traveling by yourself, by the way? I, I, I've never understood the logic in that. I've taken several trips. I've went to New York. I've went to D.C. I've went to Miami. I've went to Vegas like 10 times. I've went to California. I've went to uh, you know uh, Cancun. I've went several places. And every time I've ever went on a trip, I've went with somebody. This specific trip, I wanted to go by myself. There's no, I mean, I don't even think it's a big deal. Like, like, and, and, and again, these people that, like, I almost felt like, and this is my personal opinion, but I felt like they wanted something to go wrong to say that I told you so. And that's my own opinion. I ain't going to get too deep into that. But, um, like, when I got back, they're like, hmm, how was it? 
Was everything okay? I'm so glad that everything went okay. I'm so glad that you came home safe. Are you, though? I feel, I get this vibe that you almost wanted to tell me I told you so. And almost like, say like, well, he's going to learn his lesson. First things first, everything was fine. And, and, and I prepared myself very well, by the way. I downloaded a, a translation, Google Translations. I don't know if that's what it's called, but I did. Uh, I downloaded a Translate Now, by the way. <laughs> that did that. And I was listening to a lot of YouTube Spanish lesson videos. Mm-hmm. And, and I even read somewhere, I don't know where, but that if you listen to videos when you go to sleep, it helps you memorize them. So I was listening to these Spanish-speaking videos eh, like three or four nights in a row before my trip. So mi hablo espanol was on point, though, okay? I was well-prepared for the trip, okay? Okay. But I did want to give a quick shout-out to my mom because she really was worried about me. And I, I didn't really understand it considering I'm a grown man. Um, but she did. She came to my apartment one time. And she's like, hey, uh, I got you something. And it was a couple of days before my birthday, so I, f- I assumed it was a birthday gift. And I'm like, okay, what's up? And she's like, I got you this nec- necklace. I'm like, uh, okay, cool. And I open it. It's a dope, nex- dope, dope necklace. I-, I really liked it. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, it's St. Christopher, Jonathan. Do you know about St. Christopher? And I'm like, uh, a little bit. She's like, yeah, it's safe travels, John. She's like, I want you to wear this on your way to the airport, and I don't want you to take it off until you arrive back home safe. I'm like, okay. And initially, I did think it was a tad bit dramatic, but as I got to the airport and I realized, like, holy shit, like, this is real life, I did put the necklace on, and I did not take it off the entire trip. So thank you, mother, for my St. Christopher necklace. I loved it. So day one... I was telling my friends, it didn't really hit me that I was going by myself and that I was going to be, you know, um, challenged with, you know, different obstacles and different challenges, you know, that I'm not a, that I'm not used to, that I'm not aware of. And, and so I remember going to sleep on Thursday night and I couldn't really sleep. And, and, and I didn't really think about it too much because every time I have a big trip, again, whether it's Vegas or Miami or Cancun, L.A., New York, D.C., I normally get, you know, nervous before a trip. It's 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 anxious, you know. It's it's your uh, it's your nerves kicking in. You're you're excited. You you know you're nervous. Uh, I had the same feeling, so I knew it was real. Friday morning, I get a haircut, look fresh to death, and I'm ready to go. So I get to the airport, and um, I, I I knew that something was. I knew it was going to be hard when I get to my terminal in San Antonio, in Texas. Still, keep keep remind you I'm in Texas still and I'm at my ter- terminal and everything is in Spanish I'm like what the fuck like I didn't I thought I had a couple more hours before I dealt with this shit like we are still in Texas people what is going on um long story short I figure out the flight but when I arrive in Mexico at this time I think it's like 6 p.m. I, I believe something like that um I don't have any bags, nothing like that. Uh, everything was good to go. You know, follow this line. 
you know, this, that, and the other. Why are you here? How many days are you going to be here? Are you traveling alone? Do you have friends? Da 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 Family, business, pleasure, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So I finally get out of the whole airport-ish type of shish. And I had to catch an Uber. I didn't know if I was going to need a new Uber app. I didn't know really what to expect. So I get on my regular Uber app. And uh, uh, an amigo picked me up immediately, right? It was about, a, I don't know, like an eight-minute eight minute wait, which is, you know, pretty pretty average considering you're at the airport. And he doesn't know how to speak a lick of English, by the way. So he's actually taking me to my hotel. The hotel time frame, I don't know how many miles it was, but the time frame to get from the airport to my hotel, which is about eight miles, I think, based on my way back to the airport on the way home. But from the airport to my hotel was around eight miles. It was about a 46-minute drive based off traffic. And the Uber was only $6. So right then and there, I'm like, all right, this is going to go straight, holler, bet. I'm not even tripping. I'm happy. So as I'm in the Uber, we get right behind a police truck. A police truck. And they these motherfuckers have the policia, the policia. They have motherfuckers handcuffed in back of a truck so as soon as i get in the uber i'm looking and there's there's motherfucking criminals right in front of me in the back of a truck like these mexicans are crazy chopper on then escaped from a prison twice motherfucker you can't have criminals in the back of a truck dog what that was the first thing i snapchat i was like holy shit these, these motherfuckers are handcuffed in the back of a truck in back of a police truck. Didn't make no sense. Then I get to the hotel. I'm in the Zona Rosa. Let me tell you about the Zona Rosa. It is uh, big on the gay community. It's big on the Korean community. And it's big on the nightlife community. So based off all... And, and it was safe. So based on my reviews, it was uh, pro-gay. It was pro-Korean pro nightclubs, pro nightlife. It was supposed to be like the the life of the party in Mexico City. So I kind of sort of compared it to like a, if you're from San Antonio, like a St. Mary's strip type of vibe. And I love St. Mary's. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll stay at the Zona Rosa. The, oh, sorry. De la Zona Rosa. Zona Rosa. And it was dope. So I get there and everything's lit up. Everything, you know, uh, I go to the room, check in, no problemo, no problemo, nada. I go to the room, I put my bag down, I start walking this strip because it's, it, I mean, everything, like all the big cities, like 6th Street has Austin, uh, you know, New Orleans has a Bourbon Street, uh, of course, the Vegas has the strip, and the Zona Rosa, there's just a strip, there's a strip full of bars, strip full of clubs, strip full of restaurants, it's, it's a fucking huge strip. I get there, there's a casino there, there's markets, people are selling shit, there's nightclubs, there's bars, there's beer, and I was going to I was gonna save this a little bit later for the podcast, but since it's on my mind, I'm going to tell you right now. These Mexicans are fucking loca, loco, loca, Mexicanas, loca, like they don't play, like their, their tolerance to alcohol is different than us, their tolerance for alcohol is different than us. We drink a couple beers, we're buzzed, we're good. My old ass, I can't even drink much, period, period, because I get a hangover easy, 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 easy. 
I swear to God, I seen on this trip, I'm going to wrap back up on day one, but on this trip, I seen so many people carrying a bottle, and I ain't talking about a bottle of beer. These motherfuckers drink a bottle of liquor like we drink a bottle of beer, I swear. I seen so many people throwing up on the side of the road. I seen so many people drunk off their motherfucking ass. I seen people fall. I seen people slip. I It was... It was, these people are fucking intoxicated to the limit. The limitito. It was crazy. It was local. Everybody that I seen, women, men, young, old, everybody smokes cigarettes in that bitch. Everybody smokes cigarettes in that puta. Everybody, everybody smokes. Everybody drinks a large amount. So back to the story. I'm on this trip. I'm trying to check, you know, the nightlife out. It's, I don't know, by the time I put my bag down, by the time I get there, it's about 8, 8.30. I stop at a restaurant. I get the most baller Mexican food. Like, it was, it was like a, it was like a asada with this, like, melted queso. They gave me, like, fucking 10 t- corn tortillas. What the fuck am I going to do with 10 tortillas? I know. I'm going to Snapchat, Instagram, take photos of that shit, because... I'm not used to a restaurant giving me 10 fucking flour tortillas, goddammit. I get a, uh, what I get? I got a Mexican Pepsi, I think, during that time. So I, I, I eat. I'm, I'm good. I start kind of sort of looking at some of the markets, some of the stores. Everything's looking good. Everything's looking cool. So it's my first night there. I want I want to see what the nightlife's like. I go I go to this club, and it's like a 30 peso, maybe 50, 50 pesos, 30 pesos. So about, don't quote me, but about 20 pesos equal $1. So um, give or take. The cover was about $2 to get in, and I get in, and it was kind of weird because everybody could wear t-shirts, but they wouldn't let me in with my hat. They said, you can't wear a hat, and I said, is there a dress code? No hat. So we're going back and forth because, again, I don't know how to speak Spanish. They keep pointing at my hat. I'm like, okay. I give them my hat. They staple it with the number. They give me a number. I'm like, all right. I have to give them my hat, and at the end of the night, I give them my number. They find my hat. They give my hat back. All right, cool, whatever. So I go upstairs, and it's packed. Tons of Mexicans drinking, smoking, dancing. It's like a club atmosphere. I'm like, uh, okay, cool, whatever. I go to the bar to get a drink. Uh, uno cerveza. Huh? Uno cerveza. And I'm doing the whole drinking signal. I'm like, give me a goddamn beer. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, uno cerveza, por favor. Por favor, uno cerveza. This lady comes up to me. She says something in Spanish. No I'm like, no hablo español. Uno, muy poquito. Uno cerveza, por favor. She literally taps or rubs some type of uh, some type of touching on my head, and then she points towards the table. Again, I'm like, huh? Does she want me to go sit at a table? I'm not sure. So I go sit at a table. Two Mexican guys approach me, and they say, I'm like, no hablo español, muy, muy, muy poquito, uno cerveza, por favor. They come to me, you cannot sit at the table, two two person per table. And I'm like, all right, order the beer at the bar. I'm like, I I can't go back and forth with them. I I felt like saying, bro, I just came from the bar, she told me to go to the table, now you telling me to go to the table, to the bar, I'm not playing this shit. So I like, no bullshit, I got so frustrated, I'm like, I ain't dicking with this, because it was packed. And so it took me a while to find a table, well it took me a while to stand in line to get the beer. When I got in t- 
ready to order. Then they told me to go to the table. I finally get a table. From the table, they tell me to go back to the, in the line to get a beer. I'm like, nah, fuck this shit. I go get my motherfucking number seven, get my goddamn hat back. So I start going to the bars. And, and what's funny about my mom, I'm, I'm going to skip around a little bit, but my mom's like, I just don't, I don't trust you in, in Mexico, John. I just don't trust you. Like what don't you trust about me? Like what 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 is what is this? And she's like, I just I just know how you get. I just know how you get. You you believe anybody. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean I believe? Like what are you where are you getting this data from? Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I just I just bet that you'd get a drink, you'd ask somebody to watch your drink while you go to the bathroom, come back and drink your drink. I'm like, who the f- who does that? Hola, amigo. Watch me drink. I'm going to go to the baño. Come back and drink the same. What? Just take my drink with me. Then she's like, well, you're going to get drunk. You're going to want to celebrate. You're going to want to. Then you're going to forget to grab your drink. I'm like, mom, 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 mom. You forget that I'm by myself, right? Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm fist pumping right now. Like, no, I'm by myself. I'm going to be low key. My mug's going to be on mean because I'm in Mexico and I'm a mean-ass motherfucking vato loco. And I'm not going to chill with nobody. I'm not going to talk to nobody. I don't know how to talk to anybody. I'm going to be chilling. I'm going to be just just in my zone, drinking a beer, good to go. And she's like, nah, you just can't. You just got to be vigilant. She used the word vigilant like 30 times. Just got to be vigilant, John. I'm like, mom, I know. Let me do me. Gracias. And adios. So long story short, I'm at this bar, and to to my point, I'm not fist pumping, I'm not dancing, I'm not going crazy. Oh, la, 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 la. None of that, none of that. I'm just in my zone, I'm chilling. But now I get frustrated, I go to the bar, uh, I have a couple drinks. It's like midnight, I'm okay to call tonight, I'm not tripping. I go to the room, call tonight. No big deal. The next day, I'm just walking the streets. I feel probably a little bit more comfortable than I should have been because literally, I'm walking these streets like they're mine. I'm walking them like they Smithville, Texas. I'm walking them like they San Antonio, Texas because I'm a motherfucking boss. I'm a motherfucking lion. I'm a motherfucking wolf. And I'm just walking these streets as if they mine because they are mine, basically. And I go to the Angel of Independence. They have this huge, huge... Uh, uh, parade, parade so damn dope. I went live on the on the Instagram. I went live on Facebook. Shit was dope. Uh, and uh, but when I was walking there, I seen something really weird. I seen a bunch of guys in these leather suit, not suits. I don't know leather outfits, and they had one guy's mouth. I think his mouth was tied up, and they were. It was some weird fetish shit. And I think they were gay, but I'm not positive. I'd say they're gay because there was like six just dudes. I think they were all dudes in the same uh, black leather outfits. And the guy's mouth was um, taped, and he was on all fours. And they were literally like torturing him, I guess. I don't know. Like they were pouring uh, wax on his back, and you'd feel like his face go like with pain. Like, it was some type of torture, weird. I think like some type of sex slave shit. Don't I don't know. It was weird. But cops were passing. Nobody, uh, people were passing. I was passing. No one really seemed to give a fuck. So I wasn't really gonna give a fuck. But I sure did uh, take a video of it. I post that shit there soon. Um, but it was weird. It was a weird video. Um, 
it was weird, uh, uh, you know, something weird to observe and to, to witness for sure. Um, it was weird. So yeah, that, that happened. The, uh, checked out the angel of independence, took a couple of dope pictures with that. Um, that's pretty dope. Um, but then I had to go to the Lucha Libre. So the Lucha Libre was interesting because I bought a, a package on Airbnb under the experiences tab. And these people say, okay, we're going to all meet up. We're going to take you to three different taco spots. We're going to teach you, you know, what Lucha Libre means, teach you, you know, why they do what they do, why they wear the mask, why they don't take them off, why sometimes they have to take them off. There's always at least three matches per, per you know, there's, so there's three, it's three on three and they go three times, da, 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 da. So they're explaining, you know, the Lucha Libres, you know, this, that, and the other. It's going to be a great time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. I buy it. And I also thought it would be a cool uh, a way to get to, you know, uh, Mingle, and I'm assuming people that buy those packages are all tourists, all Americans that want to see the Lucha Libre uh, matches like me. So I'm like, all right, go. You know, a couple people come. You know, be time to interact. You know, with some English going on, whatever. So Saturday, I meet the crew, and it was to uh, it was a couple, a Mexican couple, and there was uh, four guys. I think there were four guys, and one couple. So there's four guys, one couple, me, and the uh, the couple that was hosting the event. So they take us to uh, the ta- the taco stand. We we get some baller tacos, and then we uh, catch a bus to to taco shop number two. And during that taco shop, I had the ballerest tripa taco in the world. I gotta post all these uh these pictures of these foods so the people that are listening can kind of get a visual of some of the shit that I ate and drank while I was in Mexico and some of the experiences like the the whack shit. But like we, we I ate tripa tacos. I was eating all these tacos. They said, okay, we're going to take a bus to the actual Coliseo now. The Coliseo, not Coliseum. It's the Coliseo. And we're going to go watch the Lucha Libre. So we catch a bus and we walk. Then we get, we get dropped off and we walk like three blocks, three or four blocks. And I'll tell you what, we were in a bad side of Mexico City. It was a bad, bad side of Mexico City. The, the, uh, the people were, you know, drinking. They were, they were passed out on the side of the roads. They were, um, you know, it was, you could just tell that that, that part of the city was run down. Like a, uh, their hustle was different. They were dressed different. They looked different. Um, it, it was just, it was a rugged feeling. It was colder. It was darker. It just looked raw. It looked raw. And like, he was like, all right, guys, stay close. You know, this is, a, you know, not the best side of town, blah, blah, blah. So we, we get to the Coliseum fine. And we weren't really too worried. There was eight of us, right? Like, so we weren't too worried. But when we get to the Coliseum, I thought it was really weird. And I might write them a review. But I thought it was really weird that when they get to the, one of the guys asked him, they said, you don't ever get tired of the Lucha Libre experience? And they're like, no, we love to, you know, let everyone know about our passion, you know, the X, Y, and Z. We love the experience. It's a great way to, you know, meet new people, blah, blah, blah. But when we actually get to the Coliseum, they're like, okay, now just remember, don't go left. If you're going to explore after the show, go right. And I'm like, wait, what? what's happening right now and like we're we're good to go we're about to go is everything okay and, and now you got to put yourself in my shoes okay we came with uh six i came with six other people but like there's a couple so i'm not just gonna talk to them and there's a group of four guys and they came together and i'm not saying i need to talk to anybody specifically but it's like take yourself out of the equation like you're gonna host this event we're gonna meet it you know checkpoint number one we're gonna go to taco spot we're gonna catch a bus 
We're going to go to taco spot number two. We're going to catch another bus. Then we're going to go to the Coliseum in a bad side of town. And then you're going to tell us you're going to leave? What? I don't know. I was just really confused about that. I was like, you're not staying here? And they're like, no, you know, we've seen it a thousand times. We're good to go. Hope you enjoy. They gave me a Lucha Libre mask, which was nice. And, and again, they paid for the uh, food and drinks, which was, we had technically paid for them because that was part of the package. But like, still, I, I thought it was I thought it was cool. And they were really nice people. But I just didn't understand why you get us all the way to the to the event just to say you're leaving. I don't know. I thought it was weird. The Lucha Libre matches were dope. It didn't need no explaining. It, it, everything was amazing. The entertainment was dope. I got to post videos of those too. I got I got tons of videos of the Lucha Libre. And so, like, after the Lucha Libre, I catch an Uber. I go back to the uh, room. I change. And then I realized that. Sorry, it's getting late. I realized that the UFC 231 was on. And I was like, shit, I really want to watch it. I don't know when, where in Mexico City I could watch these fights. I call up a Hooters. They, they don't know what the fuck's going on. I say, do you have the UFC fights tonight? Huh? The, the UFC fights, the the fighting. Fighting? No. I'm like, like boxing. Psh, 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 psh. And she's like, uh, un momento. She gets a person, another person on. Do you have the UFC, the boxing fight on tonight? The fight? Yeah, yeah, the fight on the TV. The television, the television, Neo. You see, 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 UFC, yes. So I'm like, all right, bet. I type in my phone, Hooters. There's one like 0.8 miles, 0.7 Seven or eight, I forget what it was exactly, away. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to catch an Uber for less than a mile. I'll walk. Let me tell you something. If you're old like me, 0.8 of a mile is further than fuck. Further than fuck. I don't know. It takes me like 30 fucking minutes. I don't. I really don't know. But it, it felt like a long time. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I thought this was less than a mile. Like, what's going on? It was weird. It was long. It was weird. Got to Hooters. I sat at the bar. Seems like nobody in Mexico City gave a about this UFC fight, the bitch was dead, I got to sit in a primo spot right in front of the TV, drink a couple victorious, watch the fight, the commentary was in Spanish, but it's okay, didn't need the commentary, watch the fights, super dope, walked home, it was past midnight at this point, and again, I think I was too comfortable in Mexico City, I'm literally walking these streets after midnight by myself, I didn't feel dangerous. I didn't feel dangered though. I felt like I was good. Maybe if it was like the the area with like the Coliseo, maybe, but I felt good. So we watched. The, I watched the fights. Super dope fights. Uh, I thought I thought uh, Johanna was gonna give uh, Chevchenko a little bit more fight. I did think she was gonna lose, but I thought it was gonna be a little closer. She got mopped. And I told y'all boys that Max Holloway was gonna win. No surprise there. Um, Brian Ortega just bit off a little bit more than he could chew. He's going to be a superstar, though. Like, he, he, I like him a lot more. He showed a lot of heart. The next morning, now we're, now we're into Sunday. I wanted to go to the Freedom, Freedom Museum. Uh, I catch an Uber to go to the Freedom Museum. That bitch is packed. Line, you know, over the door. I don't even know how long it's going to take. But I also had to do bullfighting. 
at a I had to meet him at three, so I had to try to like catch an Uber around two. So when I woke up, you know, blah blah blah, I got coffee, you know, hung out, got breakfast, walked the streets a little bit. Next thing you know, I around eleven, I was like, let's go to the Freedom Museum. I catch that eleven thirty. I'm, I'm should I go online? Should I not go online? Da, 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 da. I get that's where I get the uh, I got the mango. They cut the uh, they cut the the uh, coconut right in front of me. I got coconut water. I got coconut. And let me tell you something else. I don't like coconut nothing. I like coconut flavor. I mean, I like it, but like. Coconut water, no thank you, and actual coconut, no thank you, okay? Not for me. Um, I had a fucking torta there. I had a mango there. I had the uh, coconut water. I had the coconut. I'm living life right now. I'm eating everything. I'm eating everything. I'm, 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 I'm just looking at the Frito thing. I take a couple pictures of the Frito thing. But I'm thinking it's not that big of a deal. I, if, I don't, if I don't go in, it's cool. I want to see it. I want to see a new part, a new area, a new district of Mexico City. That may have been my favorite, you know, area. It seemed real nice. It seemed real family oriented. People were walking dogs. People had children. It just seemed like a really nice area in Mexico City. Um, but there was a huge market, huge market right across the street. Actually, like two blocks down from the Frida uh, thing with Jig. I went to the market and I was in love. There was fake, there was fake Nikes. There were uh, fake watches. There were fake Rolexes. Uh, I mean, there was other sh- cool shit too. There was T-shirts. There were food. There were uh, you can get uh, menudo pozole, uh, fresh tortillas. They, like I'm gonna get into the. I'll wrap that up soon. Next thing you know, I waste like fucking two hours in there. I'm buying a couple things. I'm buying some Christmas presents. I'm buying me some things. It's overwhelmingly cool. Overwhelmingly interesting. There's there's stuff from Coco. My, my children love Coco. There's there, there's mask. There, there's I, there's so much stuff, right? Like I'm just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I, go, I buy coasters. I buy my, my bracelet. I buy tons of shit. Next thing you know, I'm like, holy shit. I'm supposed to be at the bullfighting thing in 15 minutes. I call an Uber, the Uber gets me to the bullfighting, and I meet Luis. Luis said that two people canceled on him, so it's just going to be me and him. Kind of preferred it that way, based on my last experience. Um, And me and him went to a taco spot first, and um, we had these chicharron tacos. Oh my god, the chicharron in Mexico City, delicioso, it was amazing. We had Victoria's. He's explaining bullfighting. And I'm going to explain it to you quickly. But, like, he's explaining it to me. And he's saying that it's, it's it really is. He's like, it's a, it's one of the oldest traditions, you know. Back in, you know, the Mexican tradition, bullfighting's, you know, huge. He's like, you know, it's just as big as soccer, as big as anything else. Like, it's just an amazing event. He's like, I'm so passionate about it, this, that, and the other. And I told him, like, my dad was like, oh, man, that sounds fun. And my mom was like, no way, Jonathan. You can't go to bullfighting. You know the bull dies at the end. And so I was kind of indifferent. I didn't really honestly know if I was going to like it or not. The guy was saying that it was just such a beautiful art. He's like, in the movement, it's like dancing. He's like, I can't wait for you to actually see it. You know, some of the movements, some of the twirling, some of the, you know, some of the spinning, you know, some of the, he's like, it's just beautiful. He's like, it's just a beautiful sight to see. He's like, and I'm not going to lie to you, not everyone really enjoys it, you know. So he's like, he's like, it doesn't hurt my feelings. He's like, but, you know, I want to, you know, explain it to you as we go. I said, okay, we ate the tacos. We get in the event. Such a huge huge stadium the thing about the stadium is there's no it's fucking the seats are cement they're cement i'll post a picture of those too cement seats 
And they have everything in here from tortas to hard-boiled eggs to uh, beer to, to cigars. I mean, uh, uh, salad, like these popcorn. I'm trying to think of everything they were selling, like the, the actual like concession uh, usher guys. I don't even know what you call them. They were just selling shit. Like, huevos, huevos, huevos. I don't even know if that's the word, but they were selling eggs and cerveza, 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 cigars, cigars. It was weird. It was just like the most random items that you could possibly sell at a bullfighting fight they were selling them and let me tell you this bullfighting event man um i don't want to bore your ear off with like the you know the do's and the don'ts long story short uh he told me that the people of mexico or just anybody that likes bullfighting although it comes off as a very gruesome violent you know sport considering that the the bull dies the people don't like the bull to get hurt so, so I'm going to try to build my case for everybody that's like, no way, I couldn't do that. The bull dies. The people don't like the bull dying. And, and let me tell you something else about the bull. Everybody that eats steak or, I mean, anything, the whole meat the whole meat argument, you know, chickens, uh, pork, pig, whatever the case is, like animals have to die in order for us to eat, right? But like he, he was explaining about the, the, the bull. He's like, he's like, yeah, well, he's like, but... He's like, think about the cows and the chickens that we eat every day. He's like, they're, they're locked up in a cage. There's no room to, to move. They're literally just like tortured. They're, 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 they're uncomfortable. They, they hate life and they have, you know, they can't, they can't really live. He's like, these bulls for them, you know, for them, for the first, like, let's just say two years, he's like, they're treated like kings, like kings. They, cause like, you know, bulls don't like to share their women. They don't like to share their food. So you can't have like three or four bulls in the same area he's like and not to mention these bulls need their their area he's like so if you're if you're going to be a you know a rancher a ranchero he's like and you have a bull he's like they need their own space he's like and, and they eat they, they you know the freshest x y and z he's like they're in the best you know they they live the best life basically until the bullfighting but the people bullfighting they, they 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 look at it like i said as a as a as a tradition as a as a it's just a beautiful thing to them. Like I said, they compared it to dancing, and they don't want to see the bull get hurt. Like they kind of take the bull's death out of the consideration, and they, you know, value everything else. And so, you know, if the bull fighter doesn't kill the bull quick, then the the crowd boos, and you know, blah blah blah. So like, the intention's not to torture the bull. It, it whatever. But um, long story short, animals die every day. Um, deal with it um you like steak so do i um and chickens and uh bacon's the best um but yeah these these bulls are are treated like kings for the first two years or something or three years however long however old they are until they actually have the main event long story short we've seen this guy from spain so the way they uh award people is if you have a pretty good if you have a shit performance you get nothing right then and there there's a judge up top he awards nothing you get dick if if you're pretty was okay it was pretty good. Actually, it was pretty good. You get one ear. So they take the ear off the bull, and they award you an ear. Now, if you're pretty fun, oh, my God, that was actually really good. You get two ears. And if you are just flawless, flawless, I mean, just a perfect performance, you get the tail. He said that, you know, every now and then people get nothing. Every now and then they get one ear. It's rare you get two ears, and since 1943, like less than 10, or I'm sorry, less than 100 bullfighters in, in, since 1942, so about 70 years, get awarded the, the tail. It's almost impossible to get the tail. 
So long story short, there was a Spaniard and two Mexicans, and they have two rounds apiece. So the Spaniard has two bulls, a Mexican gets two bulls, and the other Mexican gets two bulls. And the Spaniard was just phenomenal. He was fl- he was damn near flawless. Everybody in the crowd loved him. And uh, again, without talking your ear off about some shit you don't care, he was awarded two ears. So the guy, Louis, the guy that took me, he's like, dude, he's like, I've, I haven't seen two ears in four years. He's like, I know that this is your first event. And you don't really know what's going on. He's like, but this is a big deal in Mexico. This is a big deal right now. And I was like, no way. He's like, they're going to carry this guy right now from the Coliseo, all, not the Coliseo, the, the stadium, all the way to his hotel, 10 blocks. And they're going to carry him on his shoulders just for the uh, being awarded two ears. So it was a big deal. And then they had like this, uh, this pouch, this, uh, it's almost like a flask, but it was like a pouch. It's like a purse kind of. And, and you can carry liquor in it. He's like, what's neat about this pouch? He's like, I was I was hosting this event last weekend, and one of the ladies that were with me tried bringing a bottle of water, and they made her throw it away. He's like, but everybody brings in these pouches that could have water, it could have juice, it could have vodka, it could have tequila, it could have whatever the, whatever you want. It could get through that door because it's tradition. It's it's bullfighting tradition to carry these. He's like, so no, you can't come in with your 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 uh, your coke, or you can't come in with your water, but you can come in with this uh, pouch type thing, and it's it's basically liquor. So he had this huge pouch. It was a liter pouch, and it had a um, half brandy. No, I'm sorry, half wine, half red wine, a fourth out, blah blah blah. Um, and everybody kind of shares their pouch with everybody, right? Um, whatever Mexican tradition. I'm in Mexico. It's for my birthday. Whatever. So I'm drinking out of this pouch, and it's, the shit's pretty good, by the way. So we're going back and forth drinking this pouch. And, and this Mexican guy comes up. Or he was sitting right in front of us. I don't want to say him like he's a random guy. Sitting right in front of us. Him and uh, Lewis are having a talk in Spanish. He gives Lewis that uh, his, uh, I'm going to call it a pouch, his pouch. Lewis takes a drink. He's like, mm, very good, very good. And he passes it to me. And I had to ask what my pussy is. He's like, what is it? And they're like, just take a drink. And I just seen Lewis take a drink. And I'm like, fuck it. So I take a drink. And he's like, go slow, go slow, go slow, go slow. I don't know how to pour that fucking shit slow, by the way. That shit came out fast. Let me tell you what that shit was. Tequila, 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 tequila. And I'm like, Wah! And they all start laughing. And the, Lewis is like, ah, for your birthday, for your birthday, tequila won't hurt. Then the guy said, it's your birthday? Uno más. And I was like, no, 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 no más, no más, no más. He's like, it's your birthday. Oh no, So I take another shot of this tequila. We also had smoked a fucking cigar, by the way. So I'm I'm lit on a cigar. I've been drinking this brandy. We drank one beer at the restaurant. We drank one beer at the Coliseo. I'm drinking this brandy. I'm drinking this tequila. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling muy bueno, muy bueno. And we we uh. We, we, we go to the bullfight, and like I said, the guy was awarded two ears. Shit was dope. Um, that was pretty much my last thing. That was that was my birthday. I did that on my birthday. My birthday was Sunday. I went to the bullfighting on Sunday. I went to the Freedom Museum on Sunday. It was actually pretty dope. Um, again, I didn't really do too much night, nightlife stuff. Um, a, you know, I'm not huge on that music. Uh, B, uh, I just literally be posted up, you know, posted up, uh, not able to talk to nobody, not able to really order that well. Uh, it, it it got packed in those events, so like I wasn't trying to. It, it just wasn't really for me. The food was for me. The drinking was for me. The uh, the shops were for me. 
the new uh, exploring was me, the adventurous was me. All uh, the weather was absolutely perfect. By the way, it was like mid seventies the entire time I was there. Uh, the weather was absolutely perfect. Everything's in pesos, by the way. Every single thing's in pesos. Pesos, 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 pesos. Everything was in pesos. Uh, I'm trying to wrap up on my list right now. So I knew that I had to wake up around six to to leave the uh, to leave the hotel around seven. Get breakfast from around seven to eight. Catch the Uber from eight to nine ish. Considering that the first one took forty five minutes, and my flight was at eleven fifty, and I wanted to get there early enough to because the international trip, I wanted to make sure that I was there early. Seamless process, blah blah. blah. So the guy, my Uber driver, didn't really. I don't think he asked me what terminal or what gate or whatever the case is. And to be fair, I think he dropped me. I don't think he knew the difference between arrivals and departures, by the way. And I think he dropped me off in the wrong section. So I had to walk further than fuck. And, and again, everything in – I mean just like our airport. It's, it's not in every different language. Our airport's only in English. Everything in this airport was in Spanish. Every single thing. And, and a couple of words you know, made sense. You know, I don't have to go through the words. A couple of the words are similar. I can connect the dots. Okay, cool. So I get that. I'm trying to check. So I should have had a, a red flag. I tried checking into my flight the night before. It kept giving me error, kept giving me error, kept giving me error. I finally said, all right, bet I'll just check in when I get there early. So I get there early. I'm trying to check in through the little kiosk. Not working, not working, not working. Told me to go speak to a worker. I go speak to a worker. Again, pretty pretty difficult to, to communicate with these guys effectively. Long story short, I get a boarding pass. I'm I'm on you know my my uh, terminal, I um, you know buy a couple more things. I literally spend all of my pesos to the penny at the airport, so I don't bring anything back. I, I I'm done with done with the pesos, and that was pretty dope. But um, as I'm at the airport, I'm sitting down, and it's about I don't know about ten minutes until they start boarding, and I hear Jonathan Henderson, and I'm like, huh, what? So I go up there and he'd ask me, did I, did I, we call your name? And I said, yeah. He said, you've been selected for a random search. And I'm like, what? He's like, you've been selected for a random search. He's like, from this point on, don't touch your bag. Take your shoes off. Empty your pockets. Put your phone on the counter. Take your hat off. Take your jacket off. What else? Um, that might have been it. So I take my hat off. They go through the inside lining of my hat. I'm like, okay. They go through my jacket. They're pressing my jacket. They're trying to feel my jacket. They're checking my jacket pockets. I'm like, okay. They go inside of my shoes. They're kind of like making sure nothing's in my shoe. They, they make me sit down. They literally feel my fucking massage my foot basically, make sure nothing's in my fucking socks. They feel my pockets, make sure nothing's in my pockets. They go open my bag. And shoot, I fucking filled that shit up to the tail. Hip top. It was harder than fuck to zip. They were like, what in the fuck is this guy doing? Finally, it zips up. Everything works out great. But I thought it was kind of weird that I got a random search. But whatever. It worked out. They didn't catch me. No, I'm kidding. Um, it worked out. So I'm on the fucking flight, and I'm getting home. And I just thought it was such a douchebag move because the guy was like, dude, talking to his boy. He's like, dude, I'm so fucking glad I'm back in Texas, man. Right when I get off this fucking flight, man, I'm going to go get a fucking Whataburger right now. And I'm just right behind him. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. 
I'm going to go get a Whataburger. First things first, I remember this guy was on my flight, right? You were on my flight on Friday. You are on my flight on Monday. Like, I, you were there the exact same time as me. Quit being dramatic. Oh, I need Whataburger. I need Whataburger. Shut up, dude. Quit being dramatic. Then, that's the whole time I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, God, what a baby. What a dramatic little bitch. The next thing you know, I'm driving, and I'm like, ooh, Whataburger. I pull in the Whataburger parking lot, and it, I don't even catch it until I'm ordering, and I'm like, I was talking, I was thinking about all that shit about that fucking guy, and look at me, I'm at fucking Whataburger, and I snapped it like a fucking, fucking meatball, meathead. <sighs> God damn it, what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, yeah, and then, then, then you have the people who's like, I'm so glad you're home safe. I'm so glad everything worked out for you. I'm so glad you had fun. Uh, duh, I'm a fucking lion, I'm telling you guys, I ain't scared of shit, I'm not scared of shit, maybe that's for my own good and for my own bad, I'm not scared of shit, man, I go to fucking Russia without speaking that language, I go to fucking Brazil and not know a lick of Portuguese, I don't give a fuck, dude, because I'll tell you something, my mom was talking to me, and I'm grasping for straws for but she's like, it's just like, you know, you didn't belong in the alternative. I didn't belong in alternative school. I done told y'all that story. I still survived. I go to fucking Mexico City by myself. I still survive. People don't know how my childhood was and what I had to grow up with. I still survive. Like, you could put anything in my way, and I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm a monster. I'm loco. Um, no, but on a serious note, I, I'm good, man. I, I was always going to be good. Um, I could have went to, to New Orleans by myself, and that's supposed to be one of the top, like, ten worst cities in the world. I'm, I've been to New Orleans. I've walked those streets. I've walked New York City. I've walked uh, 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 Los Angeles. What is it? Uh, what's the uh, other shit that I was at? Uh, Miami. Cancun. Um, what's that fucking? I was at a... Uh, Oh, uh, Venice Beach. Venice Beach is bad, man. Don't let them fool you. It's dope, but, you know, there's some bad parts in Venice Beach. Uh, you know, Miami, like, I'm going to be good, man. And, and a lot of people, like I said, that I felt like they wanted me to learn a lesson or hope something would happen. I would not, I would not want that for you, by the way. Um, a lot of people like that, though. A lot of people, like, want to prove you wrong. Like, oh, okay, okay, well, I hope you lose. Why? Why don't you just support instead? That's a whole other topic for a whole other day, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mexico City was absolutely phenomenal. The foods were, were amazing. Um, the drinks were amazing. I had this a drink called the, uh, the Kiwi Mexicana. The margaritas were dope. Um, I mean, shit, everything was dope. Everything was fucking dope. I mean, I'm looking through my photos right now. I'm looking at the experiences right now. Everything was fucking dope from the, from the Lucha Libre, the bullfighting, the Freedom Museum, the foods, the drinks, the markets, the people, the people were, were so friendly. Like I said, I didn't know Spanish. The people were so fucking friendly. Everybody's willing to help out. Everyone's there for you. Um, everybody's happy. I didn't see no drama. I didn't see no beef. I didn't see no fights. I seen a lot of people drinking a motherfucking tequila bottle, smoking some fucking cigarettes, and enjoying life. And uh, you know that's that's what it's about, man. It's not about you know uh, being scared. Like I'm not scared to to travel by myself. I'm not scared to explore and and, and you know uh, live these moments that you you don't never know if you're gonna have or not. So you know uh, I I encourage everybody to take a trip. 
with somebody or without somebody. If you don't have anybody to go with or you don't want to go with anybody, it was a great experience for me, and uh, I really encourage it. It's, uh, it's time for you to get to know yourself a little bit better, clear your mind a little bit better, uh, and be on your own watch, on your own clock. Wake up when you want to wake up. Go to bed when you want to go to bed. Eat here when you want to eat here. Eat when you want to eat. Uh, you know, whatever you want, it's on your clock, and I think that was dope. Um, so don't let anybody discourage you. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, you heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? Jay Hen on Wax the Podcast, episode 81, Narcos, Mexico City. Let's go. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been a while since I said this, but I appreciate everybody's listening right now. If you listen right now, I appreciate you more than you know, man. I've had some ups and downs with this podcast. I've had people say I should stop doing it. I've had people wondering why I haven't done it. Um, it's a little bit more of a responsibility than um, I think we've all planned for and that we've all assumed it was going to be. But I'm still trying to, to complete this podcast with or without a co-host, with or without guest. Um, I got some big things coming. I got some big, big guests coming on, I think. Um, and I'm really excited about 2019. So, again, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, man. Um, it means more than me to me than you know. Uh, please keep listening. Keep keep uh, giving me some good shout-outs, some good reviews. Keep spreading the word. On Wax the Podcast. Muchas gracias. Amigo and amigas, I'm out. Adios.